What is up, everybody? We are live. Welcome back to the Run Your Mouth podcast brought to you by Yo Kratom, home of the $60 kilo. And of course, Sheath, the only underwear with the dual patch system so you can keep your nuts uh, separated from your balls. Maybe they've been getting into fights. Maybe they haven't been getting along lately and they just need their own separate areas. And if you use promo code RYM, you're going to get 20% off. And let's get into the news. You know why? Because there's so much to cover. And I know you might be behind on Run Your Mouth right now. You might be thinking, I don't know. I got to take some days off from work just so I can binge, listen, yelling into my ears. And I encourage you to do so. I don't think you should be falling too far behind because I'm waking up early. I'm staying on top of this. So you should be staying on top of this. Let's get right into the news. First article that we're going to talk about is uh, the whole trucker protest is still going on. A trucker has yet to hit me up. I got onto the airwaves and I promised that I would provide sandwiches and payment to lot lizards if somebody who is a part of this protest would just email me robsnewsroom at gmail.com. Do I not have a single Canadian trucker listening to the show that wants to take this opportunity to call in while getting sucked off by a lot lizard and eating a sandwich? This is the kind of breaking news that I'm trying to provide to people in the morning. And none of these truckers are hitting me up. Robsnewsroom at gmail.com. I just want to be a part of your movement. I like what you guys are doing. Uh, and I'd like to be as supportive as possible. And this is the only way I know how to do it. So, you know, hit me up, robsnewsroom at gmail.com. So it went to court and uh, they're not allowed to, to, to honk their horns anymore, which might be the end of the protest. I could see these people just being like, well, if I can't honk my horn, what the fuck's the point? Like, I'm not just going to sit in my truck all day and not honk a horn. And you're going to end up getting in trouble. You know what I mean? Like if they make a law against honking horns and then you just got to sit there all day and it's just like that little cord is just kind of like swinging in front of your face. You're like, I can just, it's right there. I just want to pull the thing. I would be the guy who'd have to like a cop would keep coming around and be like, Ah, I'm sorry, man. I forgot. Or I thought it'd be even more fun. You get these Canadian Mountie guys and, you know, they got their horses and stuff, which by the way, horses are probably good, better for a situation like this because you can't get around in your car anyways. So the horses, you can get in between those trucks. So suddenly this horse thing starting to make sense. But it'd be a fun count of mouse game because all the, uh, the truckers, they got the receivers. So they could be like, Shh, no cops in your section. And then the, the horse got to go try and find them. Got to so you might have just made the thing more fun. These truckers might have been sitting there getting bored, being like, man, I've just been honking my horn for a whole week on end. Doesn't doesn't seem like this is going anywhere. And they were getting bored. And then you make a ban on uh, on being able to blast the horns. And then you get the truckers. The, you get the Mounties driving around trying to figure out who's blasting the horns. And then you try and see how much you can piss off these people by even more blowing of the horns. So I'm just saying, you know, they're, uh, they're keeping this thing going. Uh, all right. What else do we have going on with the trucker situation? So here's what the judge had to say. Uh, Tooting a horn is not an expression of any great thought I'm aware of. And that would have been the world's greatest opportunity for someone to fart in court. If some fat trucker right after the judge is like, hey, listen, tooting's not an expression. Just ripped a giant fart. I mean... I think that would have ended the coronavirus. I think that action right there, God would have been looking down on the world and been like, you know what? That one's pretty funny. I'll, uh, I'll let you guys clear of here. Uh, if I was the lawyer, I would have just been to the judge like, what? I can't hear you. There's too much hordes going on out there. And then, you know, then, uh, yeah, then the law never takes place. If you're, if you're the lawyer in court and you pretend like you didn't hear the judge when he says guilty, that client's not guilty, uh, which is, why you want to be a deaf lawyer? I, I've read that in in, in legal books. Uh, so here was another uh, piece of this law from the books. Here we go. 
It sought an injunction prohibiting the defendants or any other participant in the anti-vaccine mandate combat protest from using vehicle horn. What the fuck? Wait, so if you're not part of the protest, you get to blast your horns? Why do those people get to blast their horns? I can't blast my horns. And then uh, uh, that's it for that. So here, I said, I'm trying to support the cause. And I get it. None of you truckers have hit me up. Robsnewsroom at gmail.com. I'm here for you. And since they won't let you blast your horns, I've had other ideas for how you guys can peacefully protest. Here's the first one. You start protesting the fact that they took your horns. That becomes like a new movement. They took our horns. Like maybe like Locust, you go town to town every time they ban you. And then you protest that the earlier town wouldn't let you blast your horn. So like forget the vaccine mandates. The vaccine mandates, they're not even important anymore. We've got a new cause, which is the fact that they won't let you peacefully blast your horns, which you're living trucker lifestyle your whole life. That's the one thrill. And, and now you've been able to practice you years of practice of driving on the road alone, blasting this horn. And now you finally got a mo moment in time where you can use your horn blasting skills to try and bring peace to the world. And they're stopping from doing that. I almost think we got a more important movement on our hands. Uh, here was another idea, a lot lizard fiesta. You put up signs, you broadcast it. Nothing that disgusting happens. I just think like truckers, you stand outside of your car and you make out with hookers. Uh, and then that's probably more disgusting than the horns playing. Just every trucker, that's the way I like to make out, just like that. Uh, revving the engines, they didn't make a law against revving engines, so you could sit out there all day. You can make the turn all of auto into a big black pit of smoke. You know what I mean? So you can rev the engines. Now, here might be the best idea that I had, uh, is you get out of your truck, and then you get into cars, and you honk at your own truck. Hey, get out of the road! I'm trying to get it to work! You got to get out or, or even better, you just yell at your truck. You get out of your truck and you just yell at your truck. Like, dude, what are you doing? You can't just keep sitting here. Or here's another variation on the same idea. You get out of your truck and you yell at other truckers as if they're still hot. Like, Hey, how's it going in your truck? I can't hear you over all of the other horns. I'd like to remind all the listeners of this podcast that uh, we're not currently soundproof. So people in my hallway, are really wondering what the hell I'm yelling at. Uh, but thank you to the supporters, Yo Kratom and uh, Sheath, for uh, you know getting us half soundproof. We'll get all the way there. Uh, oh, and then here was my last idea. Almost missed my last idea. That's why a good thing I got my notes here is uh, you dress like bros in blackface and you show up to Trudeau's house. You're just like, what? What's going on, man? We're just we're here for the party. Um. So here was Trudeau in front of. I don't know what they do. I don't think they have a Congress. Uh. I don't know what their government is in Canada, but let's give it a listen. All right, so I got to pause there because, firstly, whatever thing they're doing to pretend like they have a government up there, does any other government dress funnier than these people? I mean, if we had a who dressed the funniest, like, war between governments, I think this guy has to win. Also, look how big his hands are. Doesn't he have, like, a Dracula-like hands? Like, if I had to pick a world leader who would strangle the babies before we give the blood to Nancy Pelosi would probably be this guy. Also, it almost looks like this guy, if we were doing like a Dungeons and Dragons, like wizard thing, like the shaman from January 6th should be fit. Like this guy would be like the protector of governments. All right. So let's listen because the uh, frat kid trying out for model UN is going to address the situation. So let's give it a listen. And uh, people here in the chat, you can tell me if we're actually getting the audio. I think I figured out, how to play the audio, so let me know if you can hear it. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Here, 
because Parliament is working. We're here to do our job as government, as parliamentarians, because our democracy is working. Just a short time ago, we had an election in this country where we asked Canadians how they wanted to keep fighting this pandemic. And their answer was clear. Canadians chose vaccines. All right, so we're going to stop it there. You guys can go watch this on your own time. But he pulls this unbelievable political move where he goes, Canadians have chosen vaccines. They've chosen this. They've chosen that. And it's these terrorists who have come into our town that are trying to take away the choice. I don't think Canadians have made these choices. I've spoken to people in Canada. They're stuck in their fucking homes. I think they've had a pretty intense lockdown over there. Uh, or maybe I'm just making up because I don't actually know anyone in Canada because I said I didn't know any truckers, but it kind of flowed with my earlier sentence. Uh, but all I'm saying is he pulls a pretty good move here. He's trying to go, oh, these, these truckers are just getting, no, they're trying to get their own choice that they shouldn't have to be forced to vac vaccinate. All right. Looks like we actually got a fair amount of people in the comments here. Fat Dave is joining us. Look at Fat. Fat Dave, I managed to build this studio without you. Where, where You were supposed to help me build a shed out of this living room, and I, I, I did it on my own. Another bald man that says the N-word and is hated by the establishment. I didn't use the N-word. Don't, don't be saying that. Shout out Reed Coverdale. I got to go watch that. I heard he had an incredible appearance. Jacob Lindsay, shout out Childerberg coming up. All right. Got a couple more going here. We got Fat Dave. Imagine how sad all those kids are that don't uh, do the horn honk single. And get oh, my God, you're so right. They're just walking around. And, like, can you imagine being the sad trucker that's got to look at the kid who's trying to give you the, the the signal and you can't do it? That is sad. All right, let's continue. Take a couple more comments, then we'll get into the next topic. I just got here. Did you mention that the DNC shill doctor went on CNN coincidentally changing her mind about masks and the instant Dems did too? No science TM study, no new evidence. She just changed her mind. James Prince, send me the article, robsnewsroom at gmail.com. We can address it tomorrow. All right, let's take a couple more and then let's move on. James Prince, once again, look at this guy. He's got the, we got a new research assistants on the show. It's parliament. The PM is a member of the parliament. It's like Pelosi being the prime minister and the queen. This is real information. I don't need real information. Let's talk about the goofy outfits and the guy's giant hands. Uh, he's probably got the nicest cock in all of Canada. I'm imagining Robbie with Trudeau's hair. I'd, I'd be a good looking feller with Trudeau's hair. Dude, if I had Trudeau's hair, I'd be a hockey player. Like straight up, I would just know how to play hockey and, 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 and I would be good at it. All right, let's get back into next topic of the day. Could Trump be prosecuted for his serial presidential record acts violations? The National Archives confirmed on Monday that representatives for former President Donald Trump had turned over 15 boxes of documents, letters, gifts, and mementos he had brought to Mar-a-Lago after leaving office, but was legally required to hand over to government archivists. All right. So essentially, here's what happened. Trump leaves office. You know, people have given him some shit. I guess he held on to this shit. But then I thought the funnier part of this was apparently Trump had a habit of ripping up documents. And, you know, how people were always saying that, like, you know, Trump was uninformed. So I could see that, like, when they were trying to give Trump information, like he would like even like high level CIA information or like scientific information, if he didn't like it, like I could even see, you know, like they give him the document and they're like, uh, sure, here's the reports. He didn't run the election. 
and he he's just it's fake news. I don't show me this. I don't want to see it. Okay, unless you got good news, I don't want to see this news. And then they come back to him and they're like, "Here's a document from the Supreme Court saying you can't rip up documents." And then he just write That's I'm in charge here. Okay, if I want to rip up documents, I'm going to rip up documents. You don't tell me what I can and can't do. I was elected. That's why they put me in charge. Okay, I'm going to rip up what I want to rip up. But now, for everyone giving Trump shit that he apparently, you know, took some stuff, I'd like to remind everybody uh, that the Clintons took a whole bunch of furniture from the White House, and when they were asked about it, they said that it would just go great with the next Epstein kid orgy. They were like, when we saw these couches, we knew how much fun having sex with kids would be on these couches, and we knew that we had, and then they returned it after the orgy, which is even grosser. I mean, if you're visiting the White House, and you're going to be, you're going to be, uh, you know, meeting all these fancy for last thing you want to do is sit on a couch where some kids were, you know, that just, that's just disgusting. You got to burn those couches. Those are cursed couches. So the fact that the Clintons took the couches because they wanted them to be on Epstein's Island, and then they paid the shipping cost to bring them back. Those are soiled couches. I don't want those anywhere near the white house anymore. All right, let's move on. Um, oh, all right, so I don't know if you guys are watching any of the Olympics. Uh, apparently, this one dude was a figure skater. He got a perfect score. Uh, I don't know much about figure skating, but I'd like to know, are, are men even supposed to be this graceful? Like, are we really going to celebrate men? I don't know if this is what we're supposed to be doing. Uh, oh, shit, I'm getting a knock on my door. That's hilarious. You guys want to hear this? Should I, should I pause the stream? Is someone like, hey, listen, I got a kid and this is too much. Let's go check it out. And we're back, everybody. Neighbors aren't shutting us down. And we got even more rape kit supplies. I got, dude, so many more sheets of foam. This thing, it's not even going to be an apartment anymore. The CIA is going to be able to use this as a torture chamber soon enough. So I apologize for that interruption. I thought that was the moment where cops were going to be like, uh, are you been screaming about uh, the Clintons and uh, terrorists taking out the Biden family tree? I thought that was the moment right there. I'm telling you, I got my, my heart's fucking going right now. But we're still good. I'm still allowed to broadcast from the apartment. Uh, what was I trying to talk about? Oh, yeah, this guy. Uh, so they introduced a new event at the Olympics where uh, what they do is because these people, you know, they're so good at expressing themselves through dance and through, uh, you know, things that I don't understand. So what they did was they decided that they were going to let people do interpretive reactions to like what what is actually going on in China. So they would give them the news and then they would get the reactions. Uh, so here is this guy reacting to news of uh, Muslims being held in concentration camps. No, shit. I messed it up. Man, that guy got me off my game. There he is. There he is. He's reacting to uh, news. And then here's when they told him that kids actually do enjoy making iPhones. You know, he's all like, yes, 
And then what I was trying to say with this one is I, I gotta, I'm going to learn this one. Anyone out there know figure skating? Cause I think from now on when I perform and I actually land a joke, which is not that often, I'm going to start doing the, 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 that pose, the, you know, I think you got to put one leg back, one hand in the air, and then you got to like arc your back. Like I'm a majestic swan. I think that could work for me. I think that'll be my, uh, my new closer. All right, moving forward. We got some actual news topics here. Uh, after meeting with Putin, Macron says the risk of destabilizing is increasing. Did he go over there and make things worse? Firstly, look at that picture. Doesn't those curtains look like the demon overlord creature's mouth? Like, I, doesn't it, there's something like demonic looking about those curtains? But so apparently Macron goes out there and I'm going to be honest because I've had a lot of things that I've been right about. I don't know whether or not we're actually going to go to war with right. Like, I don't know. It just seems so weird to me that Biden's yelling hey, they want to go to war. And they're like, we really don't want to go to war. Uh, I cannot tell you what's really going on here. Is uh, is this something just to do with Ukraine profits and the Biden family? I don't know. If people actually know anything, you should let me know. Uh, but I will say that I don't really get this whole tiptoeing tip game because to me, nuking people, it's a little bit like taking a dump when you're sharing a hotel room. You want to wreck that bathroom first so that the other guy got and goes shit in the lobby. You don't want to wait for him to wreck the bathroom and then you got to be the lobby shitter. So what are we doing here, Biden? Are we forcing him to shit in the lobby or are we going to be shitting in the lobby? And I want to be clear. I'm not pushing for nuclear war. I like diplomacy. I've already advocated that we just give Taiwan to Russia uh, and that way we can get Russia back on our side and then we can, you know, do something to China because we still haven't gotten revenge on them for uh, giving this the coronavirus. And I know Fauci went over there and bought it. So it's not entirely China's fault. Uh, but I still think we could be doing our part. Also, I saw this picture. What is with rich people and giant tables? I mean, a table like that would make sense for a guy like me who's just going to be yelling across the table. But how are you possibly going to solve something with that much table between you? If you got that much table between you, that seems like a hostile environment. Is it because rich people, the way they eat, they don't want the other people to hear the way they eat or they don't want the like they don't want people to see the way they're eating? Like, why do you need this long of a table or like you need a secondary table for when you don't have 40 people sitting around or maybe just sit on the side? You always got to be sitting at the head of the table like this is like the thing that used to be in like comic book movies like a Richie Rich where you're both sitting on like it's like, you know, you're on in two different rooms. Anyways, I, I just I love that picture. Uh. And then this was the other big news. I don't know if you guys saw this video. So there was a no-knock raid incident uh, where it was uh, at first, I mean, I'm not siding with the cops here. At first, you're like, how the fuck do they just go into someone's home? And, uh, oh, you know what? Before we get into this, let's, uh, we could take a couple comments. Um, let's see what we got here. Start with Fat Dave. The U.S. is the shitty girl from the gaslights the BF into hitting her, then blames her for everything. That is a possibility. Also, they have sex on that table, Robbie. They can fit so many kids into that bad boy. I think you mean on that bad boy. I mean, if we're going to make child jokes, let's at least have good grammar here. Uh, and let's go one more. Ro I have no idea what that means. I have no idea. I can't even read that if I tried. I do like Great Iron Chris, though. Send me some more uh, information on ESG scores. You should have watched the last episode. I went balls deep on ESG. Uh, all right. Back to the story of uh, this person that got killed in a no-knock raid. So first is it's wild the way they shot him because at first it looks like uh, a guy just kind of thinks he's going to scare the cops. And so he just comes out from under a blanket like surprise. 
but he's got a gun in his hand. And until you see it in slow motion, it's surprising that he has a gun in the hand, uh, except that the guy legally owns a gun. And although he decides to sleep under blankets on his couch while holding a gun, very weird. That's a weird way to go to bed. I just prefer to do it in the nude, holding my own dick and pretending like it's big and then praying to God that I wake up in the morning with a bigger dick. That's the way I like to go to sleep. So I'm not judging you on however you like to go to sleep. Everyone's entitled to go to sleep however they'd like to go to sleep. You know what I mean? Like hey, that that's up to you and uh, your own your own sleeping habits. Uh, but this guy, he likes going to sleep on the couch, uh, wrapped underneath a blanket with a gun in hand. Uh, so that he can surprise, you know, the cops when they show up. I don't know why that guy sleeps that way. It's up to him. You know what I mean? But now first is if you were going to have no knock raids, wouldn't it be on the judge to make a predetermination that the person that you're going in after is actually there and that nobody else is there because if other people are there, I think there's been more than one instance where the cops show up and they just go, ah, someone's here and they shoot him. It's like, well, you can't like be surprised when you just run into someone's home that they're there. Like, oh, no, the, the person that we came here for is actually here. Uh, the whole thing, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But at a minimum, I would think if you did the no-knock no raids, you would have to first establish the fact that no one else is there and that the person you're looking... Why, why isn't it just a smash and grab on the street? Or, like, or why is it so difficult to just knock and be like, uh, excuse me, sir, we're going to be taking you to the police department now. And then, like, I, I don't get why these no-knock raids exist. And then in this case, they don't even tell you what they were going in there for. Like, they give you half a news story where they're like, they were going to get a guy, and they got the wrong guy, and then they shot the wrong guy, but the wrong guy was holding a gun, but he was the wrong guy, and he legally owned the gun. It's like, can we get actual news? Why were they going in there? Why was this approved? How do you have no-knock raids where the wrong person's getting shot? And why are we even doing no-knock raids anymore? It doesn't. It does not make a lot of sense. Uh, all right, let's take a couple comments. Didn't Rand Paul, uh, introduce an anti no knock bill? Did it pass? I guess that's federal though. Huh? I think they, they, uh, even had like a local law against no knock raids and they were using them, uh, sparingly. But in this case, you know, if you can't do no knock raids all that often, you really got to get your shootings in when you, when you can. Um, and they didn't even like smash the door. It's more fun. If you're going to do a no knock raid, you should at least barricade. Like, you know what I mean? Like you need like the, the giant thing, the, the, the metal pole thing that they smash indoors with. So at least like they get one knock, you know what I mean? A no knock raid should at least be a single knock, which is the door getting smashed in. Whereas if you pick the lock, you know, then then there's really no warning. Uh, all right. I think I got one more news story here, which uh, let's see what we got. Let's see what the last story is. OK, Biden warns there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2 if Russia invades Ukraine. Uh, did I miss a Nord Stream 1? Like, did I miss the first part of the story? How do we end up like directly into Nord Stream 2? When did that happen? What happened to Nord Stream 1? Was there a Nord Stream 1? Did things go wrong? How come no one's talking about the Nord Stream 1? I feel like there's some context here that I'm missing. Uh, and sure, I could do my research, but that's not what we do on this show. Uh, and so the threatening that they will shut down Nord Stream, uh, Nord Stream uh, 2. Uh, and so here's Biden addressing it where, you know, they want to figure out, well, if we take away the Nord Stream, you know, how are we going to get energy to the Germans? And so Biden's like, uh, come on, man, we'll, we'll give them natural gas. Well, with the, I, yeah, I mean, we're not fracking, but uh, come on, man. We got the Keystone Pipeline. Wait, I shut that down? Well, they got nuclear. 
Oh, wait, they turn that off? Well, we can build them windmills. Oh, those don't really work? Well, maybe they can start putting Jews back in the oven. Maybe that's how they stay warm. Uh, so here is Biden addressing this. Ex- I'm not just making up that he has to address for how they can possibly tell countries. We're not Russia. We're not Germany. Germany needs energy. They currently have a pipeline. I don't think we just maybe we have enough natural gas that we can just send it over there. I think that that would probably be costly for us to just be providing uh, the Germans with natural gas. And so here is uh, our valiant leader addressing these exact concerns. Again, then uh, there will be uh, we there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. What, how will you how will you do that exactly since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control we will uh, I promise you we'll be able to do it all right look at that little smile that he gives you so first is he starts answering the question like he actually has an answer where you go well well uh well uh and then he realizes right I don't have an answer and so he goes, I, I promise you, we'll do it. And then he gives you the shit-eating grin, which is that shit-eating green like grin like when you get busted in a lie and he's just like, I know I'm being so full of shit right now. Or does he have some ace up his sleeve that we don't know about? He's got he's been on Epstein Island. He's got pictures of Merkel who was on those couches with the Clintons. Like, is that a confident smile of like, oh, don't you worry, we've got our ways? Or is that a smile of ah shit, you got me? You asked one question, and that's why I don't usually go to these press conferences, because even with one single question, uh, I couldn't possibly have an answer. All right. That is today's episode. Once again, support the sponsors. Yo, Kratom.com, home of the $60 kilo. If you're more of a marijuana fan, you get yourself your Delta gummies. Use promo code RYM, 20% off. Dude, those gummies, they're going to get you super high. And then, of course, sheath underwear. I do not go to the gym without it. I tried being on a stationary bicycle yesterday without the, the the sheath hole because I, I ran out. It's laundry day. I got to do laundry. So I was back to my Fruit of the Looms. You don't even want to see what my wiener looks like right now. I, I couldn't I couldn't jerk. I'd have to really, I'd have to really lubricate to jerk off. You get used to that sheath hole and it's, it's just a better life. It keeps things in place. It keeps things friction free. The material's better. Go use promo code RYM. You'll get yourself 20% off. All right, let's take a couple comments and then we're going to call it an episode. Uh, here we go. Uh, Fat Dave, what's Robbie's email? Do you know? Robsnewsroom at gmail.com. Is that a joke? I feel like I said it a million times. Nord Stream 1 ended on a huge cliffhanger. This blows. Maybe I'll write the fake story of what happened to Nord Stream 1. It will be the next episode of uh, Let's Go Brandon, which, uh, I mean, our episode two is already in production, nearly done. Shout out to uh, Toilet from Outer Space. Everyone go follow him. But then I think I, I, I'm going to do an episode on the, uh, the backstory to Nord Stream 1. Uh, at James Price, he mentions it in the episode earlier. There you go. Uh, shout out to your boy. Holy shit. He's on fire today. There you go. And uh, shout out to Amazon deliveries coming right to your door so that you know you can reinforce uh, your soundproofing. That's it. Have a good day, everybody.